I'm Sean P. Malone in Los Angeles, California, and this is The Camera Report. This edition of The Camera Report features interviews with Vilmos Sigmund ASC and David Stump ASC. I caught up to Vilmos and David a few months ago at the Global Cinematography Institute's special presentation, where they and other instructors from GCI talked about the school's purpose and approach. David Stump ASC is a cinematographer, a visual effects supervisor, and a stereographer. He has served as an effects DP on movies like X-Men and X2, and he recently was senior stereographer on The Immortals. His expertise on the changing landscape and technologies of film production are on display here and in the recent documentary film, Side by Side. David currently is an instructor at the year-old Global Cinematography Institute, teaching digital cinematography. Vilmos Sigmund ASC is a director of photography who has lent his beautiful photography to some of cinema's best moments. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Deliverance, McCabe and Mrs. Miller, The Deer Hunter, and, more recently, The Black Dahlia. His sensibilities behind the camera continues to inspire cinematographers and filmmakers the world round. Vilmos is currently teaching lighting for feature films at GCI and co-founded the school with previous Camera Report guest, Yuri Naiman ASC. If you want to learn more about GCI, join Vilmos, Yuri, and other instructors at Film Tools on March 9th for a sample class presentation. They will be talking about the next session of classes that begins April 13th. Go to globalcinematography.com to find out about GCI's March 9th event. One disclaimer before you hear these interviews, when I interviewed David and Vilmos, I was writing a story about changing technology and cinematography. But since that time, I myself have been taking GCI's Course 1. I'm also helping them out with a future journalism-related project. Thanks a lot, and enjoy the interviews. I'm Vilmos Zygmunt. I am a cinematographer, mostly doing features. So, so many things have changed in cinematography. Digital technology, in so many ways, has changed the field. Can you talk about maybe how that change has taken shape over the past 10, 15 years, and how that has affected you as a cinematographer? You know, basically, the technology changed, actually. A lot of people think that digital actually is less expensive to shoot on, which is probably true, but uh, I think uh, most of the time I think that who really likes the digital way to shoot is the directors because they they can see the images right away while we are shooting on the set, and that's it's a great thing for them. They don't have to wait until the next day, you know, to see the dailies. I I like one aspect of uh, digital photography myself, you know, that I have a big screen on the set, and even if I'm not operating the camera, you know, I can watch it on a big screen. For for me, when I turned from film into shooting on digital, I didn't change actually my method of uh, lighting, everything, you know, because I really believe that in order to make digital photography good, you have to do the same thing what we did on, when we were shooting on film, because you have to light it right, you have to create the mood, you know, you just have to consider digital camera like that other tool. The only problem at the moment, actually, in digital photography, we cannot really archive things. And then that's one thing that we have to solve, because uh, if we don't do that, you know, we will be losing so many movies for the future generations of people. Are there any ways that the cinematographer has um, lost any control because of digital? Or are there other areas where they may gain new control? I strongly believe that the cinematographer should be the one who is controlling the images because 
if a cinematographer doesn't do it, it becomes a chaos because then it will be the director, the production designer, the editor, they all can jump in, you know, and then who's, whose images are going to be those, you know? I always think that this is like a temporary period of times when a lot of people think that, that they should be doing our job. I think in the past, when we created the images, we, we were involved from the very beginning, from the very, very first day when we were scouting locations, and then, uh, you know, prepped. We, we had a lot of discussions between production designer and director and wardrobe people and so on. And But the final say, it was always ours. To lose that control, I think the films are going to be suffer. And, and part of that you're saying is that now everybody can see the image, no matter who they are on the set? Well, that's part of it is like that, but the most important thing is the finishing part of it. The finishing is where a lot of people get there and then try to change things, like you start out with a beautiful image and then they, they make a 50% blow up because they forgot to, to make a close-up or something like that. A lot, a, lot, a lot of things which they can ruin a movie in, in, in post by thinking that everything can be done in post. You know. Traditionally, cinematographers have trained working their way up the ranks. They've gone to maybe film school. They've gone to trade school. Now you have internet education, people watching videos online, things like that. How should the cinematographer coming up today train? Well, you know, you have, you have to train any way you can. And, you know, even in the past, when we were shooting films, you know, many cinematographers were self-educating themselves, you know, because you know, they went to film schools, they went to, you know, many places where they teach. And, you know, many, many of those schools didn't have the right teachers because you used to say that there are, there are people who know how to shoot movies, those are the cinematographers. And they are actually teachers who, who never shot a foot of film and then try to teach you know, how to shoot films. So, I mean, education is, uh, is just so many books out there. It's so many ways to educate yourself. Yeah. And then one final question for you. What's the best advice that you would offer young or aspiring cinematographers? Well, you know, I always say that you have to say, just do it. That means that you have to actually get experience. The only way you get experience is you start shooting movies. Anything, you know, TV or commercials or music videos or whatever you can, you have, you have to start shooting those. And that's when you learn the most from your own mistakes. And then you can be proud of it. And you, know, you have to educate yourself. That, that, that's the only way. Well, thank you so much for answering some questions for us today. We, we, uh, we really enjoyed it. Okay, thanks. I'm David Stump, ASC, a cinematographer, a visual effects supervisor, and a stereographer. How do you think, David, cinematography has changed in the past 10 or 15 <clears throat> years? Oh, goodness. Obviously, we've come of age in digital, but the axiom that digital had to obey in order to succeed was to meet or exceed the capabilities that film originally gave us. And I think we're just getting to that tipping point in the last year or so, year or two, where film is only one of a variety of tools in the toolbox now, and digital has some amazing capabilities. Has digital in any way threatened the job of the cinematographer, and in what ways? Well, I suppose that depends on who you ask. 
And if I could contextualize that a little more, mm-hmm. I'm thinking especially of all the digital technologies, but also um, cheaper DSLR cameras that mm-hmm. can sort of mimic a cinematic look, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, it's probably threatened some cinematographers and some filmmakers, and it has easily empowered that many more. So the fact that the technology is changing is really only a measure of a creative person's ability to embrace the technology and find something creative to do with it. Are there areas where the cinematographer has lost control because of digital, gained new control because of digital, or tried to reassert lost control because of digital? Uh, yes, there are areas of all three. We've, we've lost some control of imaging by virtue of you know, being behind the educational curve. So in general, what I try to do is educate cinematographers on the use and technology of digital so that we can regain that control by virtue of knowing the technology. But a lot of people who wouldn't have come to cinematography on film have come to it now as a result of being early adopters of digital and of video technologies. And the two technologies, film and digital, used to be in collision, and now they're in collusion, I think you'd have to say. So we've lost some control, we've gained some control, but I think the prize to keep your eye on always is that the toolbox has only gotten bigger. Are there other historical parallels you see to this shift of technology or parallels in other industries? To a degree, the stills world went through this years ago, and they sort of paved the way for us to to take comfort in the change. But that didn't make it any more comfortable for the great majority of the community. Anytime you have this much disruptive technology, people are going to be uncomfortable for a while. But I think we're starting to settle back into a good level of comfort with the technology as cinematographers in general now. And why is that? Just because so many people have taken responsibility for their own destiny and begun to educate themselves, embrace the technology, learn to use it, learn how it works. How would you say a cinematographer should train today? I think you should go and take every camera that is commercially available, whether you have to go to rental houses or the manufacturers or to trade shows or wherever you have to go to do it, and be hands-on with them and learn how to use them in your own hands. Education is the burden of working as a cinematographer today. You have to, you have to learn how to educate yourself. What's the best advice you might offer to young or aspiring cinematographers? I get asked that question a lot by film students and, and young, you know, wannabe cinematographers. And, uh, How do I become a filmmaker? I I don't think anybody ever becomes anything. I think either you are or you aren't. So the thing that I always say in film schools and and when I'm asked that question is, uh, are you making a film now? If you're making a film now, you're a filmmaker. So I would worry less about becoming and just start being a filmmaker. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Camera Report. Go to globalcinematography.com to find out more about GCI's March 9th event and their upcoming session. Want to ask a question or make a comment? Like the Camera Report on Facebook and send us a message. I'm Sean P. Malone. 
Thanks for listening.